So everybody ready? Yeah. So let's go. What's up, man? Good. You, you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? You ready? It's on you, Mike. Nah, nah. nah. Yo, come on, Zach. Nah. <laughs> you see how he try to trick? Nah. Try to trick. Try to trick us. <laughs> Mike, you gotta say it, B. You, you know gotta how to trick go us. Go ahead, Mike. You gotta say it. Yo, uh, Ange is on you. Uh, there we go. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna edit that out, though. Don't yeah. edit nothing, man. <laughs> there you this go. Guy, I thought we retired that. This last, guy tried to trick. No, B. He tried to trick, B. Yo, welcome to the Filthy Rag Show. Here we go. Yeah, we filthy <laughs> and his three disciples. Oh, now nah, we. Peaking though, I gotta, I gotta turn you guys down. You guys are too loud. Yo, it is what it is, man. Yeah, nah, bro, you can't be peeking in here. Dog. All right, whatever, man. Let's, what's going on, fellas? Chilling, bro. Let's talk. It's good to be here. It's good to be back. Another week, yo. We just came back from. Ah, uh, here we go. Lake George, you know, a couple of the brothers and about twenty of us, man, worshiping the Lord out there. Yeah, was, it was sweet. ministering to other. Uh, people in the cabins. It was dope, bro. It was dope. So we had a, I had a good uh, four days out there. Ralph was with me. Yeah, it was so, solid. It yeah, was it, solid. Was, it was dope, man. You know, got a chance to minister to a lot of people, you know, that mm-hmm. just came through that we just met while we were out there, you know. They saw the T-shirts. It was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? I was like, yeah. You oh, know, yeah, they I had heard T-shirts? Us. Yeah, well, you know, just the, uh, regular T-shirts. You know, I had one of my crazy Jesus T-shirts on. You know and Ralph some, is radical. <laughs> so somebody commented, and I said, yo, so you a believer? Yo, you know him? You know him? <laughs> Man down on him? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I had to deal with him real quick. And Holy Lola. Him, you know what I'm saying? Well, we had a bonfire worship yeah, session. Yeah. Psh, dope, oh, that was bro. on point. People, yo, we had people praying for other women. They were crying. Like, That's dope. It was nice. dope, bro. The Lord and Filthy was on them jet skis. Getting filthy out there in that <laughs> lake, bro. Oh, man. I was, yo, I was going like 12 miles an hour. So I ain't even lying, bro. It felt like I was... Yo, I don't know if y'all ever been on jet skis, but it felt like I was doing 90. And when I looked at the speedometer, it said like 14. I was like, yo, right, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, it just seems like you're going a lot faster. Yeah. No, the water was splashing on your face. Yeah, bro. I drank it and everything. Yo, because it just, I was you speeding. Fell? Bro. You nah, fell? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, you I would have died if I fell in that water. <laughs> I can't swim. You can't swim? Damn. Oh, you can't swim and you got on a jet yo, ski? Yo, because I'm a G, so son. How you, how you? Filthy. I'm filthy. <laughs> that, nah, I had that filthy. big old uh, life vest. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing, son. Not only had a life vest, I had um, um, swimmies. He had to pull the noodle. <laughs> the noodle. <laughs> the noodle. <laughs> that's oh, that's what you call those things that go around your arms? Swimmies? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that I see the little kids yeah, at. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah, he yeah, borrowed yeah, it yeah. from Oliver. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Oliver got the same size guns as him. <laughs> in the foot, in, in, in the uh, yeah. one feet deep part of the pool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yo, the fun part of jet skiing is crashing and falling to the water. No, man. it's not, bro. Really? Yeah. You did that before? Yep. Nah. It was time. I remember I was in Miami one time. Ooh. Dog, I almost crashed into a boat. I almost what? died. What? I almost died. Yeah, I almost died. You were speeding, right? <laughs> yeah, I was doing. I don't know. I, I don't remember. How do you half not see a boat coming at you, bro? Because I was, I was going 12 miles an hour like you. <laughs> and water was splashing in my face. Yo, and then there was the, a boat. You know, it was crowded in there. There was a boat coming. I had the boot like I, I didn't bro. die. I'm That's glad you crazy. didn't die, bro. Man, I had the senior citizen jet skis, B. I was not about to hit. <laughs> you, had the, you had the Miami Vice special? Yo, I had the disabled one. It was like, it was like half a, yo, you know, half a hand of He had the training wheels on it and everything. Word. 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 I'm, old, I'm an old man. I yo, ain't trying all to. All my near-death experiences 
is always dealing with water. What? Mm. Yeah. Pool. You know. So how many times you almost died? Chill. <laughs> I got nine lives. Wow. <laughs> Pool, That's Catman. <laughs> lake, and this little uh, crash crash into a boat on the jet ski. Yo, wow. Yo, you I think I had, I had my, uh, my wife was on the jet We were both. Oh, you were, she was on the back? Yeah, she, no, was she? Yeah, she was, no, was she? That's, yeah, she was, crazy. she was on the back. And y'all almost hit a boat? That this was crazy. before Christ or after Christ? Oh, this is BC, this is BC. Oh, so you would have been burning. Sog. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait, lick I, a no, no, fire. no, actually, it was AD. Actually, I might have been saved. Oh, you also, oh, you don't know, you questioning your salvation? No, you no, 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 I, I might have been, no, no, I might have been saved, but Yo, I don't think I was. I lead this dude in the sinner's prayer real quick, bro, <laughs> before we start, because no, no, no. we unequally yoked right now. <laughs> no, I don't think I was, I was attending church, I wasn't uh, part of a body, but I was saved. Oh, you was a lone wolf. You had said the sinner's prayer. I was yeah, a baby. Forsake not the assembly of the saints, brother. I was oh, a baby. born again, fresh. He was a he was a little baby. I was a fresh eyes, yeah. straight out of the, um, the amniotic sack. Yeah, yeah, fresh. <laughs> Yo, here comes this guy with his doctor talk. <laughs> you guys was getting on us with the amniotic fluid. Yo, there, so there was another time on my honeymoon. Though we was uh, swimming. And you almost died again? What? Yo, <laughs> you duh. We was, uh, what do you call that when you uh, snorkeling? Snorkeling. Snorkeling. You know what I'm saying? Snorkeling, boom. I was good. It's good. Dog, I don't know what happened. The dog, you know when, happened. Some, when the wind? You know when the wind hits you and you realize, dog, you out in the deep sun and you're not a fish Yo, <laughs> i would have died i hate the ocean bro but you, yeah, no, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. happened the snorkel i think i went too deep and a little water went in there oh <laughs> and it hit the back of my throat Ooh, so you swallowed it and you just went yeah, i don't mean to laugh man. <laughs> but i know you exactly that of course we all know you mean that water hit the back of my throat and you know once you're in a groove if anything takes you out of, yeah, out of yeah, your yeah, groove you can, especially yeah you know i looked up and i was like oh just water. You were deep. I was like, you I'm, I'm dead. Yeah, yo. that's crazy. So I'm like, yo. So you know, my wife was there, and I'm like, yo. And she saw the look. She was like, oh, this. And you know, my wife, she's, she's like, a yo, fish. My she could swim. So she was there. She came through, trying to grab me. I'm trying to calm down, so I could get back in the because I got to get in the groove. Wow, yeah. bro. Dog, and I'm like, yo. I was like, I can't make it. <laughs> 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 you, gave, you gave up the ghost. I love you, baby. You know, you realize yeah, it was like, like yeah. a Titanic you, Yeah, you said, go save yourself. Yeah, save yourself. I was like, yo. <laughs> save yourself. I was like, yo, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> yo, B, he gave the look. He probably waved <laughs> off. Save yourself. <laughs> save yourself. <laughs> Yeah, my wife, yeah. And you got to look at it. This is a little. Tell the kids I love them. It's like a little partition. <laughs> and she's like, yo, just stand up, yo, bro. We it? only like three feet deep. <laughs> three feet. Stand up. I don't know if it, it was either Hawaii or Curacao, one of those places. But it's fen- oh, it's not Hawaii the ocean. Money? It's not the ocean. It was Hawaii fenced money. off. It was uh-huh. fenced off. Like bricks, but it goes right. deep. Right. So I was like, yo, I don't think, we, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> tell the kids. Tell the tell kids, the kids I, love I love them. <laughs> So she was like, nah, I ain't gonna let you die. Oh. So she started pushing me. Oh. But you know, I was I was heavy. She started pushing me. I'm like, that's not gonna work. I was like, all right, one last ditch effort. So I was like, yo, I'm just gonna go down and swim under the water. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the 
that's the only way I know how to swim. Like I'm a fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, but I can't breathe down there. Little feet going like this. So you know, I, I just went in, and, and the Lord probably saw me. I was like, look at this guy. This pathetic, dying. This pathetic guy dying. I got plans for him. And then, you know, eventually my wife like kicked me a couple of times. Wow. Yo, you didn't have a guide. There was no guide or nothing with you. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that. And you, you didn't have guide no, what? no what? life vest or nothing. Dog. Y'all just, y'all just went out. Y'all too. No, after that. Yeah, I, I think I slept with the life vessel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You went to dinner with the life. Yo, you're not. You're not catching me without a life vessel. Yo, I don't go in the water. I don't. I hate probably, it. You went everywhere with the big donut. What? With the big donut. The big donut. donut. Yo, that was my. On the that, cruise ship. That was Walk my. Uh, the buffet. <laughs> that was my near death experience. Uh, that number was crazy, three, bro. Yeah, we had a couple. Of, yo, you remember when we, when we were in New Hampshire, and we went um. On the tube, and the uh, what's his name was pulling us on the boat. Oh yeah, Burley. And it was, yeah, Burley's friend, yeah. and the both of us. You was that? What? You don't you no, remember? You were had, right next to we me. We had life vests though. Yeah, we did. But yo, we, when everybody else went on before us, he was doing like 30, 20 to thirty. And yeah, then when yeah, we yeah. got on, he said, "You guys got big arms." <laughs> My man did like sixty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yo, yo, I don't play with the water. Yo, B. Yeah, me neither. Yo, dog. I would snuff that dude, kid. Straight up. <laughs> but I be putting that, that life vest is real, dog. I be putting. Oh yeah, my faith being. That's the, the only vest. reason why I got on. That, that's the only reason I got on that jet ski. <laughs> yeah, that's a good metaphor for Jesus Christ. Word, yeah, yeah, baby. He's a life vest. Like Jesus Christ is a life vest. He put on the robe of righteousness and the life vest. Oh, that's, so you understand the, the life vest, the house? Oh, I jump into any water with that life vest on. What? Really? What? That life has nah, keep see, but floating. I'm scared of sharks, though. So I'm, I'm not scared of drowning. I'm scared of sharks. I don't yeah, know how you says. went snorkeling with no guide. What do you mean, guide? You ain't have like nobody with you. Like, no, no, no. It's a sec. It was like a beach oh, section, but it's okay. it's it's actually bricked off, right? Mm -hmm. If you go mm -hmm. maybe uh, fifty feet, it's bricked off, mm -hmm. but you know it's deep. It goes deep. Mm -hmm. So now I was next to the brick section you know yeah. i was a little ways from the shore so it don't me. take it don't take that much for you to drown bro. i would have held on to yo. the brick yo. <laughs> yo, it yo, does B. not take that much for you to I drown i held on die. to the brick and let yo. the dudes come out with the I boat i don't play with water b because i almost <laughs> did drown you don't need no big ocean to drown dog people yo, be B. drowning in puddles yo, yo, B. B. Like he i almost drowned in a pool in florida oh, a regular pool man wow they had to lifeguard had to come get me swim me out and yo bro big commotion four feet <laughs> and the, the kitty size and yo, yo. yo for, and I looked down and yo all I remember I saw footsteps at the bottom of, I was like I think I'm dead you saw, wow I think I'm dead and yo B I passed out all I know I woke up and I saw this dude trying to tongue me I was Stop like yo what? yo the dude was giving me mouth to mouth playing, I, yo, yo bro you got mouth to up, mouth yo B I got mouth to mouth I woke up I coughed oh, and I said like, yo dude and I almost punched the dude I was like yo why yo. you trying to kiss me dog he's <laughs> like yo you almost died <laughs> that's all you thought about <laughs> Yeah. Me, I was trying to save his life yo. when he thought about his yo, life. I, I, have, I have another drowning story. Yo, bro, oh, as yo, a bro. kid. Can we get into the word? Chill, chill, chill. This is talking about people could have been in hell forever. Exactly. No, no, we talking about the same dude. Duh. I was, it was another game, right? Another pool game. Right? You know, you're a kid. You go down the pool. You go down the little uh, uh, ladder on the side. Yeah, yeah. So the game was like you go down the ladder right? and you let go. And then you grab on, you come back up. Yeah, simple game. So you're under the water, you're looking around. So, you know, we just taking turns doing that. So I went down and I let go. But then I drifted. Oh. And I couldn't oh. reach the ladder. Oh. And I was like, yo, I'm dead. <laughs> yo, how y'all give up so fast? 
Yo, Pete. Yo. How do these guys give up so yo, fast? Because I respect the water, dog. <laughs> oh, man. Yo. Yo, B, how y'all give up so fast? Yo, B, I was though. like, that's it. It's over. I'm dead. And <laughs> say, you was eight and years old? Like, I was that, probably, the, yo, B, I was probably the even is younger. like the shallowest. So you're going to call him a sucker at six? He's a inch? sucker, bro. At, at six, bro. <laughs> <laughs> at six, he's a sucker. <laughs> I, was, I was probably that age. You know, yo, you five. was that young? Yeah, he uh, was that young. And you know, a little pool, a big pool. Oh, yeah. Or a regular pool. I see yeah, it looks yeah. like an ocean. Like that. In the pool? So I'm down there floating, just standing there, just just floating. Wait, you standing there or you floating? I'm floating. Which one? Make up your mind, bro. <laughs> floating in water. Chill. He he was dead, man. He don't know what's dead. Yeah, it was. It was he don't know like, whether is it he shallow was, where you standing or is it deep? He don't know whether he was in the spirit or out uh, the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. Yeah, I couldn't tell. And then I think one of one of the little girls came down. It was probably her turn. She was like, "Why is this guy taking so long?" <laughs> Why she came dead? down. And she actually reached in and grabbed me. Oh, so she only saved you because you was in. Her, you was, was taking I was up her turn. Taking up her turn, like Yo, you do. shout My out turn. to her wherever shout she is. Wherever she is. <laughs> <laughs> Save I, my I life. Didn't, I didn't know you almost died that many times, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. Your yeah. guy has a I'm, plan I might be, for you. I might be exaggerating a little, but that's how it happened in my head. But, <laughs> Yo, but back to are, are you saved though, or what? You know the Lord? Huh? Like you know no, or you know no? <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you saved, bro? He's talking about, are oh, you saved now? So just in case if you die Word. now, then you're going to uh, go I'm to I'm not hell. worried about dying now. Ah, <laughs> I'm worried about how I'm going to die. Wait. Hopefully it's not painful. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Nah, we all get I want to die in my... my Ange, Ange thinks he's going to get <laughs> more. Yo, we get Ange has this, this... And go ahead, Ange. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Yo, Ange, it's like 100... 50% in his mind, he will be martyred. I'm telling you. All right, cool. All right, man. Shout Wait. out to you, dog. I hope I get raptured. I'll, I'll, meet, I'll meet you up there. Wait up. Tell me how you got martyred. I'll take rapture. Yo, when I'll I get that, when I got that martyred crown, and y'all be like, yo, I should have got martyred too. Yo, wait till y'all see that crown glistening. Hopefully it's not in the seven. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Hopefully it's pre-rapture. Uh, <laughs> You're not crying under the table. <laughs> <laughs> You're not under the throne under talking about yeah, how, long. Table, how, how long. How long? <laughs> up, son. Hopefully it's pre-rapture, nah, brother. Dog. I'm getting raptured. Right. <laughs> or, I'm, I, or I'm getting martyred. I don't know yet. <laughs> All right, make up your mind. Yo, listen. But um, oh, speaking of uh, water, let's get into chapter six of John. Yeah, and water has wait, nothing. Wait, he to do talk with about bread. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. But it was, dog. A, it was a nice little segue. Yeah, that's a nice little segue, dog. That's yeah. crazy. Yo, yeah. let's do this, man. God is good. So we we in John chapter six. Yeah. All right. And we about to get into it. So let's let's read the first section, just one one to three. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. After these things, so after what? We read about the man that was healed, right? That, yeah. had, that was sick for 38 years? Or... Mm. Yeah, what the nobleman's son, the, the man's woman son. at the well, pool mm -hmm. of Bethesda, the pool of Beth the Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda. Yeah. <clears throat> so after all of these things, 
and Jesus going back and forth with the religious leaders. Right. That's what it was. That yeah, was the, um, endorsing endorsing his deity. Mm-hmm. All right, because they wanted to stone him because right. he uh, blasphemed and he um, told a man to work on the Sabbath. Pick so up his bed after all these things. And not only that, between um, chap- from chapter five to chapter six, and b- uh, about a year might have gone by already. Yeah. So yeah. so not just the you know the the the, uh, the nobleman's son and the you know the woman at the well. Also, he had already healed the guy with the withered hand. Yeah. You know, he already um, Jairus' daughter um, raised uh, another child, I think, um, after this, the Sermon on the Mount. So many things have already mm-hmm. happened between the time of chapter five to uh, chapter six. So, so a lot of people. So his fame is growing. Right, grew. You know, a lot of people heard about him. A lot of people, um, you know, know about Jesus Christ now. So we're reading about him. Which is interesting, and I, I noticed this this morning, um, where he went up to the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Like, what do you think was happening? Well, I think one of the things, because uh, since it is part of the Synoptic Gospels, right, we know that like as you correlate with uh, the depiction of it in, in Matthew and in Mark, he had just recently had sent the disciples off you know two by two mm. with nothing right mm. um to go teach the people to go heal the sick to cast out demons with nothing you know and that was like part of a teaching lesson of them to depend on him so they were working right. and they were ready to come back and at the same time so after their whole missionary trip teaching the word and healing and doing all these things we also hear he had just had recently heard of the death of his cousin right so he was probably going to grieve. He was probably going to grieve, you know, the death of John the Baptist being beheaded, you know, with, you know, dealing with when he was dealing with Herod and Herodias, um, you know, Philip, uh, you know, doing um, that incestuous relationship. So so all these things happen. So now Jesus is at that point where he's going to grieve, you know, he's and here comes the disciples all amped up after doing all these great things mm. after being sent out. So he wanted to just yo let's go chill right mm-hmm. okay anybody else got thoughts <clears throat> i just look at it like what the scripture says great multitude follow him because of the signs so i mean these people they're following him because of what he's doing you know they're seeing miracles they're seeing things happening and they're following him and i look at it as just you know jesus always uses everything as teachable moments so and how, how would that affect his disciples? All right. So now Jesus' fame is growing, right? Mm-hmm. Multitudes is following Christ. And these guys, they're rolling with him. They're the inner circle, right? We're the 12. You know, and I see the picture. It's, it's weird as I was reading it, just those first three. And then it jumps into something else. But it ends with... You know, Jesus went up with his disciples, right? You see them together. So I'm thinking about him talking to them, him teaching them, him training them. And it just kind of ends it right there. But it kind of shows you a picture of them spending time together. And and we know what happens when you spend time with Jesus, right? You're going to get discipled. You're going to get taught. You're, you're going to change. And then it, it kind of... so. 
I don't know. I, I think I struggle with whether this happened all at the same time, you know, going from verse three to four, or if this is talking about different time points. Because now it says now the Passover, mm. right? So it might not be the same time or the same day, but it, it speaks about them going up to the mountain and spending time together. Like the Holy Spirit wanted to highlight that. I think it was within a 24-hour period. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Because when he says in the Passover a feast on in verse 4, in the Passover a feast F- of the Jews, five. you know, was nigh. So it's like, you know, they were saying that it was, the Passover wasn't yet, but they're in the time of the Passover. And while he was just setting apart, the multitude was found because I think most of the people were coming to celebrate the Passover. Mm-hmm. So there was multitudes there because they were in preparation. Yeah, because verse 5, it says, I mean, we'll read it. And it says, then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him. So I'm thinking that, you know, the like like you said, the fame is growing. Um, Passover time, you know, it was um, it was a must that I think the men had to come and they had to come to the uh, <coughs> to the temple and celebrate, you know, certain feasts. Was Passover one of them? I think Passover was yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. Passover was one of them. So, yeah, I think it was just a time where it was busy. You know, it was busy around um, Jerusalem. And yeah. No, I, 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 I'm not disagreeing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if that first part is all in the same day. Like the okay. same or, multitudes? Or if, well, we know that you always had a multitude following Christ. Like, this was a daily thing. I'm just talking about the part where he says he went up to a mountain and he was teaching them and it kind of stops right there and then jumps to, all right, now it was, it was near the Passover, right? So my, my question is whether the Holy Spirit was just highlighting that for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and you want to read from four to uh, seven? No, no, nine, nine, sorry. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But what are they among so many? All right, so what do we have over here now? What's happening? Now you see this great multitude. He sees this great multitude coming towards them, and he's thinking about, like, how are we going to feed them? Mm. You know, his concern is that, you know. And that's now that's my question is, like, how long was they with him? Right. How long was so that's why I'm so now that's a good question you ask like um the great multitude. Mm-hmm. So now you see the great multitude come, he sits on a hill with his disciples and then he notices that they were hungry. So thinking about, you know, okay, the multitude is with him. He goes up with his disciples, and like you said it was a time where he was teaching them, you know, going through things with them. It might have been a minute. It could have been something where it was, let's say, it could have been the whole day. It could have been a couple of days. Right. We don't know. Right. You know what I mean? But I think it was all in the same time frame because it was like this multitude was following him and his disciples. 
he probably was going through things with his disciples they were listening they were getting fed too spiritually and now he realized physically they're hungry because he's like yo these people been with me for a minute you know and mm-hmm. that's what i'm guessing and he's like yo how are we gonna feed them i think the uh, the important thing is that he spent time with his disciples that intimacy with the 12 because mm-hmm. he knew eventually those 12 he was gonna let loose to change the world and um he just put more time into that. And as we read on, we know that a bunch of these dudes just broke out on him. You know, so I think that's the important part. I, I think also the important part is that he recognized the multitude, like to feed them. Mm-hmm. Because it's, okay, so now I'm spending time with my 12 disciples, but there's this multitude around him. He didn't act like they wasn't there. You understand? Because yeah, yeah. he, he was, was teaching wor- them. Right. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. So it, I don't think it was just about his disciples. I think it was about everybody because he's you see he has a concern about how were they but, gonna how, how he's gonna physically feed them yeah so they he was aware that they were there and he was aware that you know whatever they were listening but um you know as you read he test you know he tests philip yeah. it, it was to test his disciples he used these people too. so so that's why i'm connecting it uh-huh. with that first section right what do you te- why do you test what's the test for to see what you've learned what do you know so that's why I'm kind of like, all right, this first section is just there. And am I connecting it like Ralph said? All right, is this this whole day or is this just want to highlight Christ spent time with the disciples? And if he's spending time with the disciples, disciples, you know, there's there's teaching, right? He's mm-hmm. he's a rabbi. He's the great master. So there's discipling. And then we jump into this scenario that we have right now right we know that people is following because of the signs that they saw right jesus was healing so there was always a crowd there and i asked the question how do you think that affects the disciples right so these these are the questions i asked and then it goes what mike said jesus seeing the crowd jesus's concern his compassion right well, the thing is, like, when you um, combine it with uh, the other Gospels, right, you see that not only you had the multitude constantly following Jesus, but he was, he shows that he was performing miracles, he was healing them, so he was working, you know, mm-hmm. doing all these things with them, right? And the disciples came along, and they would just finish going two by two, and they was working with um, Jesus. So now Jesus was like, yo, let's, let's break out. These people are on us. Let's, you know, spend some time apart, like you were saying, yeah. that intimate relationship with um the disciples, right? Mm-hmm. But th- and and notice that when you read, when you go into Matthew and the Mark um, uh, description of it, yo, they told Jesus, yo, send these folks away, mm-hmm. right, right? Yo, they found us, yo. We just want to chill. Yeah. That's I, what I'm saying. I actually, you know what wanna, I'm saying? I just I actually want to see if you guys are seeing the way when they came back to Christ. Uh-huh. What were they saying? Yo, they were, in terms of like, because uh, they were I, coming back with after being sent two by two. How, how did they come? to Christ, right? Like, Yo, it was excited. It was excited, excited right? right? So I'm, I'm going someplace. I want right, to see if you guys see the same thing. Okay, go ahead. So, is and is that, I don't know, it jumped out to me, right? He spent time with them, uh-huh. right? And we know what that means. And then it goes into this scenario, right? Um, Jesus' character, compassion for the people, right? And, and we know that we get a fuller um story when we you know when we combine it with the other gospel because this scene is described in each of the four gospels i think this might be one of the only um signs that's in all four of the gospels yes 
So let's let's dig into the specifics of it. So we, we're talking about teaching, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about testing. Mm-hmm. testing. So a testing is to, you know, we, all of us went to school. You know, you get a test to find out if you know what you've been taught. Right. You know, if it, you retain it, if you could, you know, prove that you understand what's happening. So it's, it's interesting that Jesus said something to test them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, that's that's how I was kind of running it through my mind. Like, what's the test? What is he testing them about? Right. And it's great, Ralph, that you brought out the point that they did just come back and they came back excited mm-hmm. because of what they experienced. Right. Right. And you see, he asked Philip, like Philip was a local in that area. And that's why he went to Philip. He's like, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? So it was like, you know, Philip, Philip was a hometown in, in that area. So it's like he went to him because it was kind of the obvious. Like, okay, we're, we're, it's like if I come to your neighborhood and I'm like, yo, what's good to eat around here? Yeah, where's the jerk spot? Yeah. <laughs> it's on Lennox. <laughs> it used to be on Lennox. The Escaviche. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, yo, I think, yo, right, yo, Ralph, you was yeah. right. I think that burrito was the best burrito yo. which one and yo that burrito we had we had the i told y'all yo, yeah, so it's not until I, yo, yo. <laughs> i'm gonna show you how it happened right because that burrito was and i put it down to talk about it dog that's how well that burrito was <laughs> so yo it's i ate half here and i took the rest home you'll be a bust down the other half i said yo ralph had to be exaggerating talking about this the best burrito he ever had no, it's not until the <laughs> i yo, ate the second half what did i say i said yo be that burrito i was eating the burrito i was like yo, dog, this might be the best burrito I, and i'm gonna show you how real it is right so i i tell that to Ange. i'm like yo Ange, i think ralph was right yo this is the best burrito <laughs> i ever had so i'm over here I think I went to the church to pray a meeting. So now I'm riding back home. I said, yo, I'm about to get this burrito again. Yo, B, I get to the burrito spot. I see Ann's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I see, see Ange standing outside. Man. I look. I said, yo, dog, Ange, what yeah. you doing out here? I'm like, yo, what <laughs> you doing out here? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that's the best burrito in Brooklyn. <laughs> what what, what nah, is it called? El, El, El Sancho El, over on El, Avenue U. Word Brooklyn. up. <laughs> Sponsoring tonight's yeah. podcast. You know, you know Ange had to give somebody a quick sponsor. Yeah, right, right. But yeah, Probably getting a year worth of free burritos, right, Ange? <laughs> yeah. They should holler at me. But Filthy. yeah. Um, so so that's that's basically what it was. So that's why he went to Philip. You know, he was like, where shall we buy bread? Because, you know, he's like, yo, Philip, you should know the spot. You know, but at the same time, not just that he should know the spot. Think about it. He just sent these cats out. Two by two with nothing. You remember he sent them, yo, don't take anything with exactly. you. Mm. Don't take nothing with you. So this was uh, like, yo, you're going to learn to be dependent on me. Mm-hmm. So now here you come, and they telling the people, yo, 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 Jesus, send these cats away. But right. he said, yo, nah. He looked at him with compassion and said, nah, let's feed them. Philip, what we going to do? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think mm. Philip should have tapped in and said, yo, what are you going to do? Because yeah. you're the only one to have the answers. You know what I'm saying? But immediately, what did Philip do? Philip said, yo, man. And you have to, and I, as I was reading, I was thinking about it. This dude had to go and like um, process because he's seen the multitude. So he already, as we continue to read further, they said it was about 5,000 or whatever. So this dude had to calculate how many people, because he said 200 
um, denarii, all right, which is like what a day's wage, which is about half half a year, yes. But yeah, almost like eight months worth. Like if it was today's calculation, I actually sat down and calculated. It would be almost like sixteen to thirty-two thousand dollars worth of money that you would have to. This dude is out of control. Leave it up to Ralph. No, I went to put it in today's, you know, today's term. That's good. That's good. So it's about sixteen thousand dollars. So he actually sat there and calculated and said, "Yo, Jesus, you know, we need to throw some money at it." Throw some bread throw on some. it. Yeah, no, throw and some that's, paper. And that's, and that's a problem, right? Yeah, because they ain't have it. Throw some Not paper. No, they had the paper. You nah, know, I mean, nah, what do you guys think that about paper that? Just laying there. He said uh, they didn't have the paper. They didn't have the paper. He said nah. two hundred days. Nah, he, he said, said if we had, he was estimating that, that, was much, that wouldn't even be enough. It wouldn't be enough a little bit for everybody to get a little chunk. he was like, he's like, even with that, it wouldn't be. Everybody would have just gotten a little chunk. A little bite. You sure? Yeah. Th- yeah. I'm thinking he had the paper. That's why nah, he said 200 denarii. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Oh, okay. Oh. So, not, not it, that they had that. He was just saying, yo, that's how much it would I cost he, that yeah. for everybody to get a little piece. We he was like, that. why are we worried about feeding these dudes? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was thinking about it. Like, the Lord obviously was thinking about it spiritually. Like, you're going to depend on me to do this right. miracle? Because it says he knew what he was about to do. Right. But he was thinking about it, the financial right. aspect. So, you see, he failed because he want to throw money exactly. at it. Like a lot of times, how many times, you know, situations arise, the first thing people want to think of is throw money at it. Like, money, money, the school, yeah. money. school system is failing or whatever. It was like, yo, let's yeah. throw some more money at it. Money. They keep throwing money at it. And it doesn't work. That's not the answer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? need more money, B. So yep. his first thing was his first intuition was let's throw some money at it. Exactly. So it was a, this it was a test. Jesus Christ, you know, and I, I like the fact that the Holy Spirit revealed that it was a test, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ already knew what he was gonna do. But I wanna test you guys to see if you guys are learning or retaining any of this stuff that I'm teaching you when I spend time with you. Mm-hmm. So all right, throw money at it trying to solve a problem mm-hmm. based on what money his own res- yeah physical uh resources and yeah. i mean that's obvious like 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 Ralph said that's the first thing we think about money is going to solve the problem yep. you know if we need if we get more money if you cut us a biggest bigger check if you you know what i mean just mm-hmm. throw money around and i mean that's just the natural that's how we naturally think is money is going to solve the issue and who who's the next person after that in verse eight, Simon, well, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, and you know? what did what did he do? He always finding somebody, dog. <laughs> no, I, think, I think Andrew was a he was a people's person. Yeah, he was yeah, a mover too. and a shaker. Like he, he had, had connections. Yo, he's mm-hmm. always right. finding somebody. So, what was his answer? He said, he, "There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many?" Hmm. I think mm. he's close though. He's closer than he, Philip. He's right? closer. Like, yo, we got some food here, Lord. You know what? What you want to do about it? You yeah, know, like right. that's what I'm seeing. That was that was his, and that's pretty much what he said, right? He went and he found a kid, a lad that had some food, and he was able to bring that to Christ, and he was like, Christ, what? What could you do with this? Do you think that's how he asked it? Yeah. Because I mean, the way I'm looking at it, when he says, "But what are they among so many?" It looked like he found, he think there's a possible solution, and then he's like, yeah. he's questioning, like, but that's why he's, nah, he's closer. But he's closer. He's okay. closer than the but think, but think about it. Uh. That's that's even more ridiculous than exactly how Philip broke it down, right? Philip, it was more yeah. 
All right, logical. A, a logical. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. In order to feed all these people, we need money. Uh, this amount of money wouldn't even suffice, right? right? It wouldn't even be able to provide a full decent meal. Everybody would get a slice of cheese with this amount of money. So you bring in, you know, just uh, bread and fish, a lunch that was prepared for a young lad. Lunchable. Right? Word. <laughs> Lunchable. Yeah, yeah. Sardines. Like, right. <laughs> so, you, so you're bringing that to Christ. That doesn't even make sense. Right. So that's why I think the, you know, the way he bought it was like, I know you be, you be doing stuff. Right. Because they was talking about mm. the signs. You be doing stuff. Right, right. Yeah, I'm going to go out and I'm going to use my resources, right? Work the crowd. Yo, I found something. Yo, here. What could you do with this? I saw you do something with the water. Word. You was able to turn that mm, into wine. Exactly. I saw you, you know what I'm saying, heal the man that was, you know, had ailment for 38. Like, I saw you do these things, right? I know you could do something with this. I don't know what, but what could you do with this, Christ? And he was able to bring it to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, so that's like, why I, I believe he was closer. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, too. You remember being a little kid and you walk into a store, you want something expensive, and you got like a dollar in your pocket, you give it to your dad to buy it for you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Because you know point. your dad is going to make it happen. You know you ain't got enough, right? but here, dad, you know, and he makes it happen. Good so point. that's how I see it. There, I, I, I felt he was close. Like, why else would he bring that right. random thing? Yo, I got two sardines and some yeah. biscuits. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Lord, what, what can you do? That's how I see it. And I think bo- both of their problems was just the multitude. I think that's that's what knocked their faith. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what I mean? The multitude is what kind of, they're looking at it like, yo, this is such a big problem. And that's how right. we, you know, this is, right. you know, that's how we, we always approach the Lord like that. You know, our faith always gets shaken because the problem looks so big. Right. You know, we like your dog. This is a big problem. Like, how I'm going to make the rent? How I'm going to make that payment? How I'm going to, you know what I mean? How I'm going to feed my fam? It's like the problem looks so big. But, you know, like you said, um, Andrew, he was the closest. He was like, well, you know, <laughs> I got a Lunchable here, Lord. So, so in order, so we're looking at a problem. Like you said, it, it was a huge problem. You know, mm-hmm. it's talking about 5,000 men. So it's, po- it's possible that, you know, they're not accounting for the women and the children. That's right. So it could have been way more than 5,000 people, right? Anywhere if they between, were yeah. only counting the men. That's right. And so Anywhere we, between ten to 15,000 probably. Yeah. So yeah. we're seeing Andrew finding and bringing. Uh, we see Philip, you know, kind of more of a logical approach, right? So we're looking at um, knowledge of the situation versus knowledge of the person, mm-hmm. right? Where uh, if you have knowledge of the person, your your reaction is going to be different regardless of the situation. And, and to me, it seems like Andrew, he reacted off of that. Knowledge mm-hmm. of the person, like, Christ, I know who you are. I know what you've done. What could you do with this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas Philip was analyzing, he was looking at the situation, the circumstances, and not looking at the person. So now let me ask you: Would this be, um, in terms of a not a condemnation, but to show with Philip a revelation of his own heart? 
Uh, what would you say? Yeah, I think everything Christ did was to reveal. And it was like a test. It was a test. It was a test, right? Was a test. Was a test. right. I think so. so, like, his, where his heart truly lies. Exactly. I, I think so. And not that. that I he mean, was it happens. It happens. look bad, but it was right. his test. It was right. like, yo, right. this is a situation. It seems like the Lord loved to put people in impossible situations mm. to see where their heart is and, and right. who they trusted. And mm. I think I that's think, what that I was. I think we go through that progression, too. You know, right. like a problem come up, especially a big one, the first thing we. The first thing right. you're going to think is what's practical. You right. know what I mean? Like, try to right. figure it out. You try to, this is how you try to figure it out in right. your heart too. And then when you realize you're like, nah, that's not even, you know, you, you, go, you go to Philip and then right. you become Andrew. <laughs> and then you be like, wait, wait, time out. I do yeah. got my man who got this. So I got right. a neighbor who got that. You know what I mean? You start to, I like that. You start to get closer and warmer. And it, you think, think about it. Even Andrew, right, he thought about it that way too but not as deep as Philip because mm-hmm. he still went out to find something some, and bring it. Some like, type of did resource. Christ need, did he even need that to feed the people? No. Nah. He nah. Didn't, right. But I think Andrew still brought it to him like, Christ, this is what I found. What could you do with this? Right. right? Whereas Philip was a little, little further out. And I think it was a great point, Ralph, that you brought up where these guys just came from a situation where Christ sent them out with nothing. And then they came back excited, right? Um, they saw all the signs. Like, right. this is a year and a half into the walk. So they're seeing a lot of things. And it opened up with Christ spending time with them in the mountain, still teaching them. And right. now it was test time. Do you think That's it right. could have been that he was, like you said before, seeing the um, water into wine? Because he didn't have to provide more wine without water you understand what i'm saying so yeah, because right, you right. saw that you're like all right if i give him something, something. Yeah. yeah he'll yeah, make yeah. he'll make something right. he'll make more out of something right but that, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about christ is he, he'll take the little things that you don't think is enough even like the gifts that he's given you that you don't think are enough like rapping and he'll use yeah yeah, <laughs> but he'll take those little tiny bars that I think are and make fire, them filthy, and he'll turn them into filth. Make- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a few ears out there that are waiting for the filth. I feel you. I feel you. You know, so I appreciate y'all. Just saying. So, but yeah, bro, he'll take the little and he will multiply it, bro. Amen. Mm. Amen. Now, even think about the the multitude, right? Think about the crowd that was following Jesus probably in a far remote location right so that was in a dire situation also because obviously in the other gospel it says you know Jesus Christ was like nah they're not going to be able to make it back because they're going to faint because they're too far so now they're also in a situation where you know they're probably looking at the environment and like man what are we going to do Right, we're hungry. We've been here. If we go, imagine if they fainted, dehydration, and you know, some of them could have died. Mm. Mm. So they're in a situation also. Yo, Christ is the man. Christ was like, not on my watch, B. Yeah. So you know, the compassion of him looking up and seeing all the people. That's hungry. beautiful, dog. And they're and the crazy thing is, why are they following him? 
Yeah, we're gonna get to that. Mm. <laughs> Don't mess that up. I'm not saying not all of them, because it opens yeah. up with that, yeah, right? The right. crowd, the people were forming because of signs. Yeah, right. But Christ was still compassionate, yep. right? He was like, Yo, I'm gonna feed him. I'm gonna feed y'all. Mm. Even th- even though he knew yeah. it was because of the signs. But I'm gonna feed you guys. Right. <sighs> right. So 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 if you're you know, let's put ourselves in these different groups, right? We could put ourselves as the disciples. We could put ourselves as the crowd being in a situation where you don't know you're, you're in the desert. You're stuck. How am I going to get back home? All right. And then Christ sees that he sees you and he's able to provide. Mm. So they they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know that Christ looked up and saw them. They didn't know he had that compassion. They didn't know what Christ knew what he was going to do. Christ knew what mm. he was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm just thinking about the people. Mm. Right. And the it's disciples. Like he said it says in verse 6, but his but this he said to test him for he himself knew what he yeah, would I do. Know, but let me see what you guys know. You guys be paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> or y'all be texting in class. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Word and, up, dog. And, and you know what? That's very comforting. That's very comforting when he says that he knew what he would do. Yeah. So he already knows your situation. Yeah. It's not like, you know, right. God is confused. It's like you come to him with your problem. He's like, "Oh man, how we, how yeah, am I going to solve let's this problem?" Figure this out. You know what I'm saying? Nah. He's not. He's like, "What's what's good for you?" No, he already <laughs> knows how to deal with every single one of our situations. And the crazy thing about it, in the middle, he's testing you. Yeah. Right, he's <laughs> testing you. See, are you going to come to me? He's <laughs> testing you. Like your situation, this look messed up. You're like, yo, I don't know how I'm gonna figure it out. And right. in the middle of all of that, he know what he gonna do, right. and he still be like, "Well, I'm gonna test you." I'm gonna make the situation look like this so you could, you know. Yo, whether you pass or whether you fail the test, he is gonna love you the same. Amen. Amen. That's crazy. Is is it even a pass and 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 I think so? Or is it a learning thing? But still, it's a deeper thing, right? Yeah. Because imagine, imagine Philip with the answer, money. Let's throw money at it. Yeah. Imagine when he saw what Christ did. He was like, "Oh, Doug." Now he's going to think about issues in a different, solving issues in a different way. He's changing you. Yeah. Well, he still failed. He did. He did fail. Yeah. But that that failure, but like. Brings you, draw you. Draws you closer. Closer. Right. Becomes, you become more like Christ. You know what I mean? Because you do learn in in failure. Yeah, exactly. That was the best. Sometimes that's the best teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. It is like I mean for like one of the Most one of the, of the things time, I remember just during training during my medical training like the reading cases they say that one of the things that you always learn from is the Your cases barely failed that you get wrong growing up wasn't he school. a speed reader <laughs> how you fell speed reading Your Ralph never failed yo no, I'm talking no. about grade school ninety five ninety five is a failure Ralph never failed <laughs> no but. But I'm saying, though, it's like the cases that you miss or the cases that are very difficult that you don't get right away, those are the cases that you learn the most from. Yeah. And, you know, you get a greater understanding and you will never. Exactly. You learn everything yeah. about it, you know, yeah. ups, ins, outs and around. And those are the things where you grow the most from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So. So let's read on from verse 10 to 14. 14. Then Jesus said. Make the people sit down. 
Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000, and Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise, of the fish as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, This is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Mm. All right, everybody sit down in a circle. Tell everybody to sit down in a circle. Dinner, dinner on Jesus. Mm. I got this. So, so his disciples were able to still participate, you know, in this sign, in this miracle. Mm. Where were they? There was much grass. It's the green grass. Mm. <laughs> it's always green. It's green always, about on his, on his side of the fence. On, on Christ's side? On Christ's side of the fence. <laughs> the grass be green, dog. Don't let the devil fool you. It be plush. Thinking it be potholes and burnt grass. Dog, it be plushed. It's green grass yeah. Yeah. on Jesus Christ's side. Word up. And he told all the people, sit down. Because you can tell the people hungry. How you hungry? Ain't no food nowhere. And somebody tell you, sit down. Sit down. You probably already was scheming. I would have been like, yo, dog, where the food at? You know, yo, I've seen people in restaurants when they food don't come out. <laughs> yo, I seen that the other day in a restaurant. I seen people get nasty with the server. They got she, filthy? What? Because she was, there was lacking staff. And the first thing she said, she said, don't play with people when they hungry. But they ain't got no food. And she was snapping her neck and going off and... It humbled me because I was like, I was hungry too, but I was just like, yo, mm. the person needs help. So I could yeah. imagine the people, you know, they hungry and you hear, yo, sit down. You're like, yo, man. So what are the people seeing, though? One, one quick point as you mm-hmm. was talking about the green grass, because the green was specifically mentioned in Mark. Yeah. And over here, he just says, you know, make them to sit down in the grass. And then so we know it's green grass. And mm-hmm. the, the, one of the things that jumped out at me is that when he first saw the people, as you got from the other gospels is that he had compassion on them because mm-hmm. he saw that they look like they were lost. You know, he oh. saw the lost sheep. Right. You know? They didn't and then know he what said, to do. They didn't know what to do. They needed a shepherd. Yeah. You know, and then he says he made them to sit, sit down on the green. Grass. To lie which, down. So it just made me go to grass, Psalms twenty three. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. read that real quick. When he says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amen. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Amen. I mean you know, and I, he makes you to sit down for what? Because he's gonna, he's gonna provide. You. He's gonna sure. bless you. He's about to bless you. He's gonna provide uh, for your needs, all right. And we've yeah. seen that. And then here, here's another point: what, what are the people seeing? Right? They're seeing Jesus' disciples uh, serving this, mm, right? So right. now think about it logistically, right? You got a lot of people, you know, and and you're arranging everybody in order. And now you're providing for them. So now they're seeing these men bringing them the food. Mm-hmm. Right? And not only that, they're not getting a little chunk. Dog, they getting. They filled. This is so when they were filled. Belly full up. <laughs> Yo, dog. That means it was an abundance, dog. dog. They ate till they were satisfied. 
You think they would? You think the fish yeah. was jerked? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think so. I think by the time it got out of Jesus' hand, it probably was jerk. That was the best fish. (laughs) It was probably like, yo, where he got this fish from? Where y'all get this fish from? You ever had a good piece of jerk fish? And the escovage. It probably was escovage by the time it got to the end. With the onions, the, onion. <laughs> the carrots. <laughs> wow. But what what did what did Jesus do before the food went out? He gave thanks. He gave thanks. And that's what I was thinking about. I was like, before it got to the disciples' hands, it went through his hands. Right. And I was thinking about, like, when the Lord provides, like, if the Lord gives you to provide for somebody else, it goes through his hands. Right. You know what I mean? And and that, that, was, it, that was beautiful to me because that, you know, it, it, it had to go through his hands before it went to the disciples' hands. It wasn't one of them situations where, you know, the disciples just went out and they did what, you know, they would just provide. It was not. Jesus was like, give it to me. He gave thanks. He broke it. And then he gave it to the disciples. So it had to go through his hands. You know, you know who don't get no love in here, bro? Who? Two people. Who's that? That lad and that (laughs) lad's mother. Mm. And the the reason why I bring that up, you know, because that kid saw the 5,000 people. He was like, this is the only food I have. But he gave it up. He, he, he presented it as a, as a sacrifice, you know. And his mom, true. The, the, these people were, were poor because the, the bread that they have here was not like... Barley. It, it was barley. It was cheap. Right. It was cheap bread, and it was mm. sardines, like two tiny fish. Mm-hmm. So this, obviously his mom was poor because that's the only thing she could give her, her son. And, but right. she raised the son not to be selfish, mm-hmm. to offer up the, this little thing for a sacrifice, knowing that he might not get that back. But you know what mm-hmm. I was thinking you know? about? Right, I'm like, right. hey, that's how kids are. You know what I mean? So, sometimes. I mean, but we don't know how, how old the kid was. Right, but I'm yo, just. Andrew probably rolled up to the kid with the gun <laughs> finger and said, yo, my <laughs> old. <laughs> yo, but the point that I'm trying to bring about, bro. Come, come up off. Yo, my old. My old. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yes. That kid was like, all right, man, here. Nah, no, that's, no, that's nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, you know what I was thinking? You know, you know what I was thinking? My oath. Come up off of the bread. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I'm like, yo, dog. It's like a kid who's naive. Right. You, you see a little kid, and you go hungry, and they, they said they give you a cracker. You ever ask a kid for something that they have? No, no, but right. listen to it this. it was innocent, dog. Right. Like, you're thinking about a young, we don't know how old he was, but obviously, you know, he was a young kid. What would a young kid be doing? Are you out playing? But this kid wanted to but that's, follow that's Jesus. That's the point that I'm trying to bring up about no, how you're he on was point. raised, you're bro. Point, and right. the fact that there's a lot of single moms out there raising their kids Amen. you know in the in the ways of the lord thinking that because they're not out there evangelizing they're not out there you know preaching to to the multitudes that what they're doing is not enough Mm -hmm. but what she did providing that for her son and and him um you know giving that up as a sacrifice he received as more (laughs) than than what he gave right you know the lord multiplied it so it's just the lord takes the little the sacrifice right. and he just multiplies it so and on, I just look at that like yeah. and on the same vein like when you think about it like just look at the child how what drew him to Jesus how there's mm-hmm. you know there's an attraction like right. children love Jesus yeah. and not just children but also adults grown folks you know what I'm saying you see that that love that tenderness that compassion drew that child to know yo I just want to follow Jesus yeah. wherever now he goes dope, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? That love that he was just pouring out of him. Exactly. So it just drew this young lad towards him. You know, yeah, I still think Andrew put the gun finger to his neck. Nah, <laughs> baby, I don't want to Yo, yeah, if somebody but, ever come sneak up to you, put the gun finger to your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Andrew yeah. didn't do that. But yo, another thing I wanted to, you know, um, how that food was multiplied mm. in his hands. Like, I mean, I, I had watched something, and it was such a blessing, and it just made me think of this. Um, and it was someone like, for example. You put a basketball in my hand, it's worth nothing. I mean, I could probably do a, a nice crossover like that woman at the well, mm. but I'm throwing nothing but bricks in the air ball, right? Yep. Can't do nothing. Put in LeBron James' hand, it's worth millions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Football. Yep. Put a football in my hand, it's worth nothing. Eli Manning's hands. <laughs> well, well. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't wanna... Yo, that's <laughs> a two-time champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what year. Oh, yeah. it depends yeah. on what year. Nah, that's a two-time you know champion, saying? dog. Well, you know, look at Ralph using sports references. You know? I don't even. You, you know? don't know WNBA from <laughs> from CBA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or even or even Tiger Woods. You know, what I'm but the whole point is, is like, it in whose hands is it? You know, you put it in my hands, your hands, any right. of our hands. In the hands of God. When you put it in God's hands, it's something totally different. Mm, trust and, God. And not only that, what about your life? Ah, good point. If you, if you have your life in your hands, it's nothing going to be disheveled, yep. decrepit, broken, mm. and, you know, downtrodden and sodden and morose. You know what I'm saying? But once you take your life and put it in Jesus' hands, Multiply. And how Man. many of our lives is uh, two fishes in? <laughs> Before we came to Christ, we probably yep. had one fish, one fish and a loaf. Fish bone. <laughs> fish head. Fish head soup. This fish head. Word. You know what I mean? So, yeah, nah, that's a great so point. So, no, Ange, the point about the, the, the lad, you know, that being a blessing to the people. And even though, like, Jesus used the environment right he mm -hmm. used his disciples he used what the lad had he used all these things and let everybody just just get in participate participate mm -hmm. and we saw him giving thanks right thanking the lord for the provisions that we get daily and i think that's that's just a good habit to have right you know when we when we even have a simple little meal even that we shouldn't take for granted nope right right and they were, you know, it says they were filled and there was leftovers. Mm. Leftovers. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when, like you said, you know, you give your life to Jesus. He's going to fill it and it's going to be enough to fill others. Amen. You know what I mean? And you think about the woman at the well. You know, it, it's, it's the same thing. Like the woman at the well was water and now he's using bread. Mm. You know, you're using these things that you need for life. Right. You know what I mean? This this is stuff that you need. You need to eat. You need to drink. And he's making these examples like same thing with the woman at the well, you know, where he was like, you drink of this water, you know, it's going to be overflowing. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing the same thing with the bread. Like there was enough bread where they were able to gather up 12 baskets. And you're talking about 50, what, 15,000 people? And they ate yeah. as much as they wanted. That's crazy. Yo, but I like the part where it says, then Jesus said, make the people sit down. And then it said he gave to those who were sitting down. You know, like I see just like an obedience thing there and just a, a God of order. You know, mm -hmm. like it says he gave it to the people who were sitting down. 
you know and the lord wants to bless you and so he tries to put you in certain predicaments and to be blessed right. and if you aren't in that if you're not obedient to that you might miss out on that blessing mm. mm-hmm. you know and it says so when they were filled right so they got as much as they wanted right and when they were filled and to the point where they were satisfied dog nothing is going to go to waste right Christ's mm-hmm. blessing is not going to go to waste so he told them, yo, go gather up. Gather up everything that's left. And they gathered up how many baskets? Twelve, Twelve. baskets of food. That's crazy. And the people were eating as much as they wanted. Filled. And they ate until they was satisfied. Everybody was good. Yeah. And there was still food left. Mm. But that's not going to go to waste. Yeah. Right, that blessing, that's not gonna go to waste. And Jesus, you know, and I, and I, I think that was something for the disciples too. And they, they're seeing this, and they're like, "Man, this is crazy." And they went around, and they still had twelve baskets just left over in abundance. Mm. Right? Jesus could have been like, "Yo, all right, let's say it was just five thousand. Here, five thousand pieces of bread, five thousand pieces of fish." Everybody get one bread and one fish. Mm, nah, right. he overdo it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ always overdo. When it comes to blessings, you abundantly, he over, abundantly, abundance. That's the word. That's yeah, the key word, buddy. That's my savior right there. But that's a great point. I, I like that, Angela. When you was like the sitting down, mm. like that was humbling. You yeah. know what I mean? And and that's how it is. Like you have to humble yourself when it comes to God. Like God blessing you. Like mm-hmm. God might provide in a way where you might not be used to yeah you know it might come in a different way that you're used to doing it or you might not understanding you might not understand it but you have to humble yourself like humility is very important yeah when you're dealing with jesus and this is just another picture of him being god over time and matter again Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're always seeing the time and matter you know just the whole because you know god provides bread for us all the time every day you know but it's always through you know seed being planted you know, and that being, you know, um, wheat growing and then taking the wheat and preparing it, the flour and making the bread. But here, mm-hmm. Jesus showing that him being God, that he's creating immediately him showing that he is God over time. Yeah. So he's being he's being done instantaneously and that he's time and is God over matter mm-hmm. where he's just producing this. Yeah. Yo, Jesus. Yo, that's yo. Could you imagine seeing that, dog? Yeah. It's, it's, just every every time it came out his hand. Just more and more and more. So now think about his disciples, right? Think about this whole thing, right? Them going through that, them giving out the bread. Think about the people, what they're seeing. They're seeing these men that's close to the source giving this bread. So Mm. what was their reaction? What did the people say? Uh, verse 14 says then those men when they had seen the sign that Jesus did said this is truly the prophet who is to come into the world yo mm. this is this is uh, this guy's a prophet alright there's something special about this guy yep so, so now you we opened up with them they were following because of the signs they saw now they're experiencing everybody 
right? Maybe not everybody saw the signs. Mm. Maybe they heard, yo, maybe one person, yo, I heard, I heard people's hearing about Jesus. Now we've got to start following. But now everybody got to experience this in a real practical way where they got filled, they got satisfied. Right. Right. This natural need, you know, Jesus was able to provide for them in a real way and all of them experienced it. Right. Confirming the reason why we're following this guy. So they experienced a sign. Yeah. And they said, Dog, truly the prophet who is coming to this world. This guy is special. He's a prophet. He's from God. That's as much as they knew. He's from God. So now let's 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 keeping all of that in mind, let's jump into this next section. All right, in verse 15. I'll read it. Uh, therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. Now, when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into the boat, and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was already dark, and Jesus had not come to them. Then the sea arose because of a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat, and they were afraid. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they willingly received him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. Yo, you needed mm. Jesus for all them times, Marcus, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was, but he was there though. He, he was, was with there. you. He was That's with why you were here, right? Why you here, right? You're right, you're right. Yo, big. <laughs> I was just thinking of <laughs> all the times he was scared, dog, and you almost died. <laughs> you relying on your wife to save you. Chill, chill, chill. My wife saved me. His wife saved us. <laughs> mm. I the Lord used her. Mm. I would have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, fifteen, where it says, "Therefore, when Jesus." perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king he departed and went alone yo that's yo that's so that's so real dude. so i mean what does that mean because of how they prov because of how he provided they was just like yo you the man you know they wanted more of that you know and i think about like you know if somebody provides for you you're just like wanting more and more and more and that was their reasoning. Their reasoning was because of, you know, he provided for them. And bread he king. was like, that's not, that's not, you know, it's not time for that. They saw him as the bread king. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all about bread, 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 <laughs> bread, 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 Mr. Wonder. And listen, just because of their natural need, right, Jesus was able to provide them food that was able to satisfy their hunger, they were ready to make him king and give him authority over them mm. just because of bread. Yep. Right? Just because they got fed, their belly was full, they was like, yo, this is real. I ate. Let's make this guy king. And they were going to do it by force. Right. So now let me ask you a quick question now. So in the previous verse, when it talks about that they said this is a truth that the prophet that should come into the world mm -hmm. so do you think this was a 
a true and accurate depiction that they had in their minds that this was the coming Messiah? No. Or was it just a great prophet? No, I don't. I don't think mm. they. They. I don't think it was that deep. Okay. Right. I think they perceived that because they knew. was he was a man of from God. Right. He was a prophet. Right. This is Israel. We we deal with prophet all our whole culture, our history is you know mm. prophets. You're just another prophet. But you know, but this is almost like a you know in terms of like, are they thinking about it from the prophecies of when Moses said, "Yo, there's gonna be one that's gonna arise." From among the brethren, or in Genesis forty nine, that have, it was prophesied. They should have known that because you don't think that's from where they got it from, or do yeah, you think I, they were just thinking he was just a random prophet, or was he the one that was prophesied in Genesis forty nine and in Deuteronomy? Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's that because it says the prophet, right? They don't say a prophet, so that's why I think it's like you said, it's um what was prophesied by Moses. Uh huh. You know, um, that one would come from, you know, from mm. your brothers and all that. So that's right. why, because it says truly, it said this is truly the prophet who is coming to the world. You know. Mm. What I mean? So, but did they understand what that meant? No. So are, are you saying they were looking at it from the perspective, all right, we're going to make you king, right? Because right. you're yes. supposed to be the king. Exactly. Right. Not only are you going to feed us, you're going to take down the Roman. That's what it was. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what they that's why they Oppression. Were, right. So and, yeah. that's why they went by force. Mm-hmm. And mm. so now, so now picture this, picture this frenzy. And I don't think it, it only, I, I also think it was affecting his disciples. And I think it was also in their direction because they're seeing these guys, right? You know, like you guys are the inner circle. They're, you guys are bringing us the food that has an impact. I, I just think it has an impact on the people and how they were seeing things. Mm-hmm. Right, Neither. and going all the way back to them coming to Christ, excited like mm. Christ. Look at all the stuff that we're doing. Look at, and then Jesus sitting down with them, and then Jesus testing them, and then this other great miracle happening, them being a part of it, and then the people now, the people is probably talking to Andrew, Peter, like yo, the Christ, he should be king. Mm-hmm. You could be, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 vice president or right. you could governor. be the, the gov- dog it's governor all, everybody Mayor. yeah it's politics Yo, it's the, definitely the one politics. thing that it was political that we sort of that i even overlook here is that we were talking about how jesus was testing all his disciples jesus is 100% human as well mm-hmm. you don't think this was a test for him that's i why, see this as course. a test like yeah, that's, that's why i said I, it was real yeah, for I'm him like, to I, back I, off from that like yeah i mean i see this like yo wait a minute I could choose the cross or I could just be their king right now, you know. Right. And then in yeah. the other gospels, it says he went and he broke out to pray. Right. When temptation comes, we got to yeah. go pray. If Jesus yeah. had to pray when he was being tested and tempted, mm-hmm. we got to pray, guys. So. And it says by force. Uh-huh. So you could imagine. I think that's when the gun finger. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know what I mean? It's by force to make him king. So it was like it was pressure. You know, and, and that's why I said this. That's why I pointed it out that that was so real. It's like how many times that, you know, you, you do something and everybody's patting you on the back and like, yeah, yo, yeah. you should be the boss. Yep, yep. You should be the man now. You should do this. You should do that. And you got to humble yourself mm. and be like, and crisis. He knew that this wasn't his time. It wasn't time. Right. But, you, but I'm, you know what I'm thinking about now? I'm uh-huh. thinking about the man next to the man because the man next to the man get the props too. Right, right. right. Now you, right. Right. Now you could be the man next to the man. 
So know? The, right, right. It happened with the the with the remember the baptisms yeah. in the I earlier mean, like, chapter mm-hmm. when they was like, yo, how you know how Jesus right. is baptizing and you know his disciples and you know what I mean like that pressure. John John the Baptist was under that. Pressure and I kind of see it. The real test came, like, you know, reading the chapter, even this section that we read. When the disciples got on the boat, that was also a test too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. And it was also a balance, balancing them, because mm-hmm. you could tilt to one past. side where you could get, you puffed could get up. really caught up. You would get really puffed oh, up. Oh, you was tell right. that, Oh, he had to humble. <laughs> that's yeah. he had to give him right. a right. humbling. That's right, why right, I right. was kind of showing you guys what yeah. I was seeing from mm. the beginning, where it says. Christ was spending time with them in the mountain. Yeah, I see that. Talking to them. That's dope, yeah. Because we're about to go through something that you could really get, get caught gassed up. up. Get gassed up. And get Ooh. caught up. Filthy. And then they, they go to a situation where, dog, you could go through a, 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 a time where everything is joyous and blessing. Right. And then you end up in a storm. Word. Right. To, to, to kind of, like, yo, don't get caught up. Mm. Don't get caught up about who it's about. And then we see Jesus going and praying. Right. And then we know in the other gospels, Jesus kind of told them to go. He compelled them. He, he compelled. He's, he's like, like, yo, go. You gotta go. Yeah. Go into go go across. Get in the boat and go across. Yeah. And then Jesus went into the mountain and prayed. And the people seeing that they're right. seeing. Wait, Jesus, you going over there? The disciples are going over there. Their belly's full. They don't. They're good. For, <laughs> they're good for now. Their belly's full. They got the itis. You know, so so you you think that he sent them there in order to balance them, in order for him not to get puffed up. It could be, it, I, I, but I, he I, sees the possibility. Yeah, yeah I, see I also think that you point. know to what you call also to, you know, I guess it's on the same vein, in terms of, for them, yeah, not to get caught up because easily they could have been thrown off, like you, like you said, yeah, yeah, like you know, Dog, you, you got you dealing you with get, all these, you get really puffed up. You yeah. dealing with all these people yeah, let's do that's this. in your ear, right? And you got to yeah, understand. That. They, they was also part of the culture, right? Because right. when you read in Mark, it gives you a different, it give you a different side of the story. Dog, they wanted the same things too. Definitely, right? His disciples was like, "Yo, when, yo, when are we about to take over? When is yeah. this gonna yeah. happen?" Right, right. And when that they came, sense. they was like, "Lord, Lord, we was, we was doing this," and Jesus was like, "Yo, man, don't, 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 don't get gas because you could do that." Right, right. And it was so political. Like this was a like you said this was a moment of and this was a political moment they could have used of where they like yo we got the people we fed them they mm-hmm. full they you know they talking about how you know he's truly the prophet you understand what I'm saying and like you said this is momentum politically like yeah. you're thinking about just the system with Rome and everything this is a political moment where they could take over right take over the they Sanhedrin got the people. You know so, what I mean? Yeah. So the and Lord didn't go protest at this point, right? He went nah, to pray. Nah, he went to pray. He went to, yeah, another to protest. Another P. But pray. pray. And, he, pray. and he was by himself. Hmm. He wasn't in, was in a multitude. <laughs> he left the multitude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he left the word. He left the multitude. So, you know, how, I'm just, you know, how this is affecting his followers. We see how this affected the people, right? They perceived, they, they benefited, they perceived, and they was like, yo, this guy got to be king because we could get this every day. We could eat bread every, every day. A lot of bread. Ben we're full. ready. We're ready to yeah. give all authority and all power. to you over us for bread and fish. That's all. 
That's crazy. Yep, that's that's crazy when that's you really crazy. think about it. Because when you see towards the end, that's exactly I what mean, ends up happening, right? With the Antichrist, right? I mean, not to jump ahead, but it's like, yo, I this mean, man is going to solve world's problems. But then you got to think about it's bread and fish here, but you got to think about promises, you know, cars, money. Yeah, it's food and entertainment. Homes. Right. That's what it's about. Eating and food drinking. and entertainment, right? Like he said, the yeah. days the are The signs. Nowhere. Eating yeah. and drinking. They were following Jesus because they wanted the sign. And after that, you know, we're going to read Jesus. was like, yo, now it's the food. Food and entertainment. Yeah, in mm-hmm. fact, that's one of the things that the Romans believed in. This, as long as you keep feeding the people and you keep entertaining them, that you'll prevent having Let any them troubles. Eat cake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's how come they used to have like those old championship and those right. games in order to keep the people. It was cheaper to entertain them than to have to keep them in prison. Let them eat and, you cake. Know. So, what do you think about this scene with with his disciples on on the boat? Uh, it goes into more details in the other um, gospels, but you know, let's let's go through that section and think about why it happened right after what they just went through i see where it says the sea arose because a great wind was blowing and then when you jump to 19 it says and they and it says they saw jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat and they were afraid you know like seeing christ walking on water you know during a storm, a lot of times you would think during a storm, you're like, oh, you're seeing somebody walking on water. You're like, oh, all right, we, we up. But they were scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were scared to death. And, and when I read that, I was yeah. like, you know, just thinking about, you know, like you said, being in a storm, being in, in a trial, a tribulation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you see Jesus, you're afraid. You know, you're not, it's just not quick, just, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saved. And no, because what Jesus is doing is something supernatural right now. Right. He's walking on water, and you don't understand, and it might scare you. Yo, let's let, let me paint the picture a little bit on this whole storm business, because like um, when he sent them on the Sea of Galilee, right? Um, the Sea of Galilee. They said he, what they traveled about three or four miles, um, and the length of the going across the Sea of Galilee is about eight point one miles long. So normally it takes about two hours to get across. So um, it said that it might have taken anywhere between eight to nine hours. Mm-hmm. And this is that they were rowing. So that means they was going against the wind. Because normally, if you're going with the current, you know, you set sail and you just lay back. Right. And you let the water take you. Mm-hmm. So that means that they were rowing for about nine hours. Striving. Striving to go three or four miles. What? That's approximately anywhere between 60 to 80 <laughs> city blocks, you know, coming from the village to go out to Harlem. And their own strength. And, and they're struggling in their own strength. So you could imagine that they just finished serving going nowhere thousands that's how going look. nowhere that's how you look when you do stuff in your own strength you go nowhere bro nowhere nowhere you know but you know it's interesting because this this was like you know um they were in the center of god's will so this was you know this was a storm right of you know being in his will not a storm of correction like we've seen with jonah right so he was in his will because god you know told him go this is another example of the Lord putting you in an impossible situation to see right. who you're going to lean on. Right. You know? And it says, it, you know, it was dark. Right. All right. Uh, obviously, there was turmoil. Right. And I think the other Gospels kind of describes this storm. Right. In a little more detail where it was like, it was cra- a crazy storm. And sometimes when, you know, it's dark and, and you're in a, a hard situation, it's hard for you to discern, right? Christ, is, Christ could be coming at you, but you thinking it's an apparition. You're thinking it's a ghost. Right. Because mm. 
of the situation that you're in, now you can't even think straight. When Christ is come, when the answer is coming towards you, but you're not able to discern the answer right. because of what's happening in your environment, right? Because yeah. you're still striving, you're still it's rowing. Yeah. Because you know, rowing for five hours wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna row for another four hours, right. and it points that out. It says, "And Jesus had not come to them." So, right. like, he gets, he throws them in the. In, Why in, you think yeah. he didn't come to them? He's test. I think they probably didn't even stop rowing and be like, yo, guys, let's just pray. Right. Y'all was rowing the whole time. That's what I said. (laughs) And y'all just finished. Yo, was this the the first? This is the second test. This is the second time time on the ocean, right? Like the the first time he was sleeping on the boat? First time he was in the boat. Yo, yeah. This this was the Peter. This was the Peter time. Yeah, this This was Peter. Peter. The first time the Lord was sleeping and they woke him up. They woke up and said, yo, you're going to just let, in fact, we're just going to let you know we're about to die. Even after that? So this gives you an insight into, you know, the type of, and, and not to bash the disciples. No, no, no all of us would have been We do the same thing. We do the same thing now. I mean, we the same. But the striving for nine hours. And that's what I'm like. Because it, when you look at it, it says it was already dark, right? And then and Jesus had not come to them. So it's like, okay, they're in this boat. It gets dark. They're like, your dog, this guy ain't come. Right. Cause I feel like they was expecting. Mm-hmm. They're like, your dog, it's dark. You sent us out here. And then now a storm comes. And the first thing you do, you get in your flesh. They start rowing. Like you said, they ain't even think and pray. Because they was expecting them. It says, and Jesus had not come. So they're like, your dog is getting dark. How long are we going to be out here for? And then the storm comes. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, you know what I mean? So it's like this. And I think about that's how we do it. You know, it's like the problem starts. It gets dark. And we like, yo, we don't see the Lord. So we like, you know what? I'm going to take it in my own hands. And that's when you end up doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, you end up trying to figure out and you, you come with your own solution and you get nowhere. Yep. Just you know time I mean? and energy being burned. Right. And, you know, it seems that oh, Jesus always does that. He always pushes you beyond your own resources, you yeah. know, to test you, for you to constantly. And you know, the funny thing is we just got out of talking about the bread that he, you know, hey, you, you went and tried to use your own resources or, you know, your own mm-hmm. faculties trying to figure it out, you know, and I did it. And here comes test number two, and there you go again, rowing for yo, nine we, hours. Yo, we stupid, man. <laughs> Literally yeah, just came out of one test, and we, we still uh, didn't realize you need to rely on I him. I failed so many tests, bro. Yo, dog, like, it's dumb. crazy, man. So them being in turmoil... Uh, you know, the seas raging, it's dark, now we're tired, where's Jesus, you know, Jesus comes, and, you know, with all the environmentals, they don't recognize him, right, and sometimes, again, like I said before, sometimes we go through stuff, and Jesus will come with the answer, but you might not recognize it, because you're so caught up in everything that's happening to you, right, Right, but the good thing is what they received. They willingly received him into the boat, and they were afraid. They were afraid. You know, just a quick thing I wanted to add, just in terms of like um, what I saw as I was reading this, is that I remember like when I first got saved, and um, when I first got saved, um, there was that that you know that period. You know, you have that honeymoon period with Jesus, and it's like I it was like a palpable. 
tactile feeling where I felt his presence heavy on my heart regularly. Yeah. Every time I read the, read the scriptures, every time I pray, tears coming down my eyes. It's like I constantly felt him. And as I grew and grew in the Lord, where I didn't have that same palpable feeling, but I was like, you know, are you there? Uh, you know, and it was more of a like, am I going to continue having faith in his word, you know, and not this emotional palpable feeling that I was having. So I kind of saw this, you know, that first time being in the water, he's there with me. And now he was outside of the boat now nice. and watching yeah, me. That's dope. Yeah, am I, like I going to continue trusting you, right. yeah, you know, yeah, like without that, that like palpable that. feeling? Yeah, that's dope. So what happened immediately after they Yo, received dog, Jesus? It says immediately. <laughs> Yo, V, that word immediately. Yo, that's so. Dog, you know what's crazy? Dog. Dog, there was probably. Yo, the show was probably right there. <laughs> probably another couple of meters. Yeah, it was probably right there. And they was just rowing, scared. And then as soon as Jesus come to the boat, boom, everything. You know, and we read that he, he was able to calm the sea. Yo, vision, right? Now it's it's not as dark, mm-hmm. right? We're we're the light mm-hmm. has entered the boat. Life has entered the boat. And it says, boom, yo, we right there. We reach our destination. Right? So we we see that, you know, Jesus God's presence, Jesus' presence is able to um comfort, is able to calm things down, is able Amen. to give you clarity, and immediately you'll reach your destination. And right, it says immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. Yeah. So it wasn't like immediately they just landed somewhere and they're like, yo, dog, where we at? No. Exactly where they were supposed to be going. Yep. Exactly whatever they whatever coordinates they had in their mind when they were rowing and they're like, yo, if we could just make that tree on that on <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, yo, dog, as soon as he got in the boat, immediately they immediately. was like, Yo, dog, how we how we got exactly where we wanted to go. Because mm-hmm. Jesus is the destination. That's Amen. It. Amen. That's, that's dope. He's the captain of the ship. And I, sure. I think that's what, like, to me, those two uh, events, right? It was always pointing into the knowledge of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? How are we going to feed? We see two circumstances that was, you know, where the environmentals was out of their control. Or how are we going to feed all these people? Knowledge of Jesus. That's how, right? That's how it's going to happen. We're in a boat striving for hours. How are we going to get to our destination? Knowledge of Jesus. Even though he wasn't even there, I think the results, right? The method is always the same, trusting in him, even though you don't see him. That's right. Because in the midst of the the madness, in the midst of the craziness, he's going to come walking to you. And imagine the way you broke it down, Ralph, nine hours. Mm. What happens when you lose patience? Mm-hmm. What happens when you're man, Jesus don't hear me. And then Jesus is up on the mountain praying for you. Amen. Because you need, you need to get balanced. Right. Because of whatever y'all went through, probably got y'all gassed. I'm still the focal point. You still need me to reach your destination. Oh, don't get it. Don't ever get it twisted. Right. That's right. what it's about. Some of us fighting the law for nine years, you know, for fighting. years and years and in that storm. But we got to let him in, bro. Let him in. And you've been rowing and you're in the same place. Yep. As soon as Jesus got into the boat, no wind, no storm, destination reached. Mm. That's the picture. Yeah. And um, 
No, that's it. Speaking of all this food, man, we we gotta order these burritos, man. Burritos. Yeah, why this guy always burritos? Yeah, every time it's food, every this guy starts food, singing. This guy starts getting jiving. Yo, come on, bro. Ange, right. Ange, close us, close us out in in a word oh, of prayer. Man, man, we done already. Yeah, man. That's it, baby. Ah, Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so in love with you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done for us, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for just um, your grace, your mercy, your love that we do not understand, Father. But um, your word, Father, is just beautiful. And we thank you that we are able to come together as brothers to dissect it, Lord, and just to um, the fact that we others are eavesdropping on this conversation lord is just beautiful and we pray that you would bless them uh we pray lord that you would keep them lord and just uh allow this to continue on that um well we are just so excited to be part of this plan lord so we thank you that we've let you on this boat and we are never letting you go father so uh until next time we uh we look forward to continuing to be in your presence in your name i pray amen Amen. Amen. Amen.